0: boys episode three of loki l- lamentations lamentus lamentus lamentations i think is a book in the bible lamentus i think was the title of this episode filler episode
1: i think this episode definitely had limits yeah
0: it was it was uh uh
1: uh, uh. <laughs> limitations like, or l- l- lamentus, lamentus more like limited <laughs> yeah got it
0: but uh, filler episode can we agree on that yeah Kind of, yeah. to an extent. Did you like it at least?
1: Oh, yeah. It, it's not like filler like you got with Falcon Winter Soldier where you were like, oh, all right, like dragging it on and on for two episodes. It's like, eh. Yeah. Could have done some more. It could have given it a little bit more to us, but I guess
0: not. McMichael.
1: I'm not going to be negative.
2: It was not my favorite episode, um, but it was visually nice to look at. Um, the little bit of information or the big information that you did get out of it, um, was kind of sneakily kind of put into uh, dialogue, but, um, it, it, was, if, for six episodes, um, for the series, again, any type of episode
0: like this is somewhat of a disappointment
2: to me because I expect more from a shorter series. Yeah.
0: And I think. This is the trouble that everybody finds themselves in when they're taking a movie property and they're trying to make a TV show out of it. Because a TV show is usually like 20 episodes, whether it's a sitcom or an hour-long drama, anything like that. There's going to be time to flush out a lot more of the story. This one, you kind of have to take some shortcuts. And I thought that, like, I liked the episode. I thought it was good, but it was too much of a detraction from where what we had established and where we were going in the first two episodes. And I think the, the biggest gripe I have about it is you took away Mobius. Like, Mobius is turning into my favorite character on the show. I think Tom Hiddleston's done a great job as Loki, but we've seen Loki. I want more Mobius. Yeah, I was a little shocked with the lack of...
1: Uh, not shocked because, I guess... Yeah, a little shocked that you didn't really get as much Mobius as you thought you were going to. Yeah. But then, it, again, it's like, a you know, it was Loki and Sylvie this entire episode. Right. And which I, I didn't really expect we were going to get a thing between them two. Could, because we talked about, like, oh, you know, the pair is, you know, Mobius and it's Loki now. Those are the two, like, we're going to pay attention to. Well, now, duo. all of a sudden, it's Loki and... Right. Now, the best duo is kind of being turned into Sylvie and Loki. I don't know. It's It's... All right. Well,
0: me and you actually texted both of us after you watched the episode, and you were like, "Do you guys get any like vibes that Loki wanted to do Lady Loki?" And I'm like, "Oh, a hundred percent." Not that like, not that he wanted to do her. No, but, he one hundred percent wants to do McMichael, it because
1: McMichael. Well, McMichael brought this up too. It's like, is it that, or does he act? Are they trying to get the one up on each other? And that's because a, that's their true nature.
0: That's which is a very good point because. When we were talking on the rewatch of the episode, trying to figure out why they're not working together, if they're both kind of after the same thing, but McMichael, you brought up that Loki's more about just having power, whereas Sylvie, which shout out to you for calling the Sylvie uh, prediction. No, yeah,
1: you've been on this one.
0: He's he did a very good job in the last episode, Lady Loki. Man, he Sylvie. put in a lot of work. That's why. <laughs> But uh, it, it does seem like Sylvie is interested in more maybe something specific and we, we find out a little bit about her past. I know in some videos that I was watching people talking about this episode, they were like, oh, yeah, we found out a lot about her past and this, that, and it was like, we really don't find out that much other than the fact that she was also adopted, didn't know her mother that well, and had to teach herself magic, which now I'm thinking is maybe an indication that she is the superior Loki. If she had to teach herself how to do things and he had the advantage of being taught by his mother. Uh, Maybe that does give her kind of like a step up on which one is the one for Loki's. But at the end of the day, we've really not found out much of anything else in terms of what she's going after. So I'm confused why they wouldn't be working together to take down the timekeepers.
2: So, like I was breaking down the synopsis of what characters it might be. Like I said, the director said that this is not based on a, any one particular character comic book. They're just kind of doing a melting pot of this. The, the stories or the people that are that fall into this Thor Loki time timeline. Um, and as again, she says it. Don't call me a Loki. So as I said, like Sylvie again is like possessed by or created by um the true loki so loki on the train when she does or tries to ask about the whole enchantress powers like Mm. you can see that he's shocked yeah like you taught this yourself and it's very subtle because again loki can't give her the big dick being like oh my god like even though he
0: wants to (laughs) (laughs) um
2: (laughs) but i think like i said like a lot of the things were very subtle like Mobius told us from the get go, like who, exactly who Loki is, and you know if you go back to Ragnarok again, your thing is to go smooch and go like and en- en- enchant the powerful person to then put yourself in power. So even though you're looking like it's like looking in the mirror and I'm in love with myself because I'm a god and you know I, who who I love myself more than anybody else and you know th- that that whole love connection type deal, like, like I don't I mean again like if the best duo is Mobius and him. This is just a filler episode to try to get a little bit more background on her, and we really didn't get very much background.
0: Yeah, I definitely don't think that she's going to become all of a sudden this three-dimensional, fleshed-out character that's going to take over for Tom Hiddleston and becomes the new Loki. Guess what? I don't think she makes it. You don't think she makes it?
2: I don't think she gets past these next episode or two, to be honest with you.
0: Well, we're in a little bit of a sticky situation right now because the way they ended the episode, obviously, like, again we're doing this podcast assuming that people have watched it so we don't need to explain what happened but at the end of the episode when the arc explodes and they kind of leave us on this cliffhanger of well they're both sort of fucked because the tempad pad is broken they're one way off the planet has been destroyed and they're now hours from apocalypse which is another conversation that we could have about it's how like time not is. even hours like yeah an hour minutes yeah. yeah we we don't we don't know time works differently in in this t- tv show <laughs> <laughs>
2: the o- So the other thing I got, a- got from this, and we didn't get a chance to really like fully like talk before today, um, but again, I, I, I at the end credits, we see, or what I pointed out to you guys, looks like a sling ring. Yeah. Okay. And if you guys haven't seen that, again, it's almost towards the end. Uh, it looks like it's on Mobius's desk. Okay. The thing that throws me off with this right now is I keep on going back in my mind of Strange doing the 14 million rewrites of history through his mind with the time stone right so effectively he's fucking with time because he's
0: going through well he's viewing it though he's not we don't, going but, in and changing but anything.
2: but again and from how they've broken down time and the tva and all this other nonsense if they're allowing him to do that we don't know what he's really fucking doing is True. he really going through that whole entire history of time and then, go like, we don't know
0: because time works differently and whatever.
2: The quantum realm, the TVA, fucking space-time continuum, fucking where's Doc Brown at? This like,
0: is, the, I'll, honestly, like, I'll, I'll let you finish, but this is the part that pisses me off about the MCU is how they try and explain time and how it seems to be too inconsistent.
1: A little all over the place. A
0: little all over the place. And I'm sure that they've done that on purpose so that it gives them some leeway and to do future projects. And they can play around with the timelines however they want. But it really doesn't make any sense. Like, why would all of a sudden, if I show up at an apocalyptic event, if I'm there early enough, like if I got there a day before this planet started getting destroyed and I get on that arc and I take off on the arc, am I still going to not get off the planet? Like, is it just an absolute certainty, 100% fate that you're not in control? Which was kind of something that they had talked about in the first episode with the Sacred Timeline. But now we've introduced this Nexus disaster with all these split timelines at the end of episode two. So we don't know where we are, when we are, what's going on, what has happened, what's going to happen. But, but so, we are all over
2: the place. So to, again, cap off what you were saying, that, but that's the thing, Nick, to me is that, again, as I ma- made a joke is Strange going to show up and save them probably okay, be on, only because the fact of like like I, like I said does this 2012 loki have to die by thanos for all these other things to happen to keep the timeline going the way that they wanted the sacred timeline to go right, right. so he has to be saved from there even though he goes into this portal this variant goes into this portal or whatever whatever it is ultimately you have to die at the hands of thanos for thor to become super thor and all this like for all these other things that to to happen in this timeline so that's the only thing that like i i don't like with what they're doing is that they've given themselves so many different outs where if you're really trying to pay attention and really dive into this and really get into it and enjoy what's really going on they can't they 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 give
0: themselves too many different i I actually think if you if you try and think about it too much it's going to take away your enjoyment sometimes I'm a big fan of the type of show or movie that you can watch and sort of turn your brain off and enjoy and have it be entertaining because I don't always want to be actively thinking. Sometimes it's nice to theorize and hypothesize and and have conversations about what could be happening or what could happen, but oftentimes I find myself getting pissed the fuck off because I feel like an idiot, not being able to understand what's going on. That's not quite what's happening here. Like I think I'm following along with the story. It just seems like this last episode sort of took a little bit of its own nexus event and created a different timeline, and, and now we've got a uh, different story, and they're gonna have to try and connect characters back into it. Like I wouldn't be shocked, I and mean, we had kind of talked about it, and this is something that I wanted to discuss on this episode was. They have to be saved, like you said. Who's going to come and save them? Because I doubt they're going to be able to save themselves. Dr. Strange going to do it? I don't think so. Correct, because that would be too much. But like I said, it's probably going to be Mobius because we
2: didn't see him this whole last episode. And because he knows that they're hiding or the variant change is in in an apocalyptic timeline or if that device was set to apocalyptic timelines, I think he's smart enough to then figure it out having that other previous information.
0: And when we last left him... I think was in the Rocks Cart store. Correct. And then they showed up, uh, Sylvie and Loki at the beginning of of this episode. They go back to the TVA because Sophie's or Sylvie is trying to take down the Timekeepers or, or something like that. The only other thing I can think of that could
2: save them, and it does still equal Mobius saving them, is that now their next thought of plan in the next like four hours before literally this planet's going to get destroyed, they have to think of some kind of cosmic event that they can cause. That shows up on a rift that he's like, oh fuck, that's where they are.
0: Yeah, Nick. Yeah,
2: which
1: again, I'm calling it right now. McMichael's like going. But why did you do
2: this twelve hours ago, though? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, why did it go from let's go walk casually because, like Nick said, like they're in no rush to save themselves right. at all whatsoever. Okay, and even when it's like, f, we only got like four hours left. It's about to take off. Let's just walk one pace faster. Like yeah. it's not even like let's run, teleport, steal a fucking motorcycle, a horse. I mean, like nothing. This place is abandoned, but there's nothing around. Any. I mean, I, I just
1: right. It's crazy because that's how it's supposed to be. The you, timeline. Well, ah. and, but again, it's
0: like we've we've established this whole idea of a yeah. sacred timeline, yeah. but now there's some question into whether or not the timekeepers actually exist. I know that's more fan theory than anything else. They haven't really introduced anything to the story yet that would make us f- believe that there's no such thing as the timekeepers, but they're definitely on some sketchy shit. Like when we find out towards the end that every single person that works at the TVA is a variant, they're not created by the timekeepers, which I kind of thought was the case and we had talked about Mobius possibly being a variant from Earth from maybe like the '90s, which is why he's into all this different stuff.
1: Yeah, I saw someone theorize that he used to do something with jet skis. That's why he's so into jet skis. Yeah, like a
2: jet ski salesman. He could have been, or he could have been super rich. I mean, it could have been any of those things where like those base memories jet ski or instructor. As like I said, like he could have been hand chosen from jet Savage model. to 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 be like like her helper because, like I uh. said, going back to episode two with the whole multiple rings and who's your other helper and why like, I'm your favorite. Right. And I like, you chose me like very matrixy Neo. Yeah. Like I'm the one type of yeah. T, TVA agent or whatever it is. So to, to, to me like that, that's, I mean, if you follow the comic books again, he's the clone, he is all the TVA agents technically. So, I mean, to, to hold some truth as to what, like I said, not being comic book, but then making it your own. I mean, that's where I think that's why we see multiple variants, but it's got to be some kind of connection that, like, as Sylvie said, going back into C20's mind, she had to go back at least 200 years, even though it was the 90s. And we're technically talking about 2012. So, again, where are we? What's going on? Right. Time does move differently. Whatever. I get it. But to have that memory, C20 had to have hung on that. Being in that restaurant, who knows? Maybe that was her first love of her life. Maybe that's when she got married. Maybe something like that's what's stuck and that's what you can't remove from the variant's mind is the core thing that makes them
0: who what makes them. I do like the idea of trying to get her to slip up on the information about the timekeepers by tricking her into saying like, oh yeah, you know, when you have brain freeze, it means that you can't remember a thought. Yeah. So it's like you're challenging them to like it's it's almost like the idea of like if your hand is as big as your face, then you have cancer and someone's gonna like put their hand to their face and then you smack them. It's kinda of, it seemed kinda of like that to me. Yeah. Um but you so you bring up raven renslayer raven slayer renslayer. Ra- renslayer you bring up renslayer is she another one of these beings that is so my theory with her from if we're mixing do you think that she's a variant as well if everybody yes. that works for the TVA is a variant
2: so i do think she's a variant only so here we go here's my deep dive okay so we're going to try to connect all this stuff and other future people so this is what i'm thinking so, again, she is a love interest of Kang the Conqueror in the comic books. If we're not following any particular comic book, how do we know that, again, like Mr. Freeze, so for your DC fans out there, right? Mr. Freeze is only a villain based upon he wants to save his wife. I mean, like that, that's like why he becomes like a villain. Like, becoming a villain twists your mind and changes you, but his initial
0: purpose is, again, pure, but how it's... Thanks to Heart of Ice, by the way. I don't, that's I don't. that's only been in canon for the last thirty years. Yeah. Prior to that, in the sixties, he was a different character yeah. with different motives.
2: So, to me, that's what I that's what I'm foreseeing right now is that maybe King fell in love with this version of her, wasn't being able to save her, started going back in time to conquer time and do whatever, whatever, like whatever twisted his mind to become now a villain. Okay, but then she is like the dupe that runs his organization so i think like i said like i feel like she is the variant but a variant she's of... very
1: suspect about it i mean because like she, some things that she says don't add up well like I, I said this in the last pod we, what, what does she say she says uh oh the timekeepers well you can't see them they're too busy you know keeping the sacred timeline in place and then all of a sudden it's like well no they're watching this situation very closely it's like well which one is it but
2: Loki
0: kind of called her out, too,
2: in court yeah. in the very first episode. It was kind of like, so who makes the decisions? And then
0: what is, what is your purpose? You're just yeah, that I dic- following... I dictate wh- how the timekeepers dictate. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I think... Uh it's it's pretty obvious though that she's a variant of some some kind or maybe that portal is the portal to the quantum
2: realm where king's fucking castle is well i'm
0: and that's another thing that i wanted to talk about was the idea that i think that this movie is going to connect way or this tv show is going to connect way more into the ant-man movie than it is in anything about multiverse or anything like that it's like we've kind of created two different theories in the mcu One theory is based around time, and the other one is based based around multiverses. So it's almost like time could be its own universe, could be its own multiverse. You can have different events that happen across multiverses, but then you still have to have these you know, Earth-616, Earth-1430, or, you know, all that type of stuff where these alternate versions of characters are still living out, like but he, like Loki would. Or, but this is where Syl- I'm going to tell you
2: the problem is, okay? Because you introduce us to the Avengers. Okay. You go through this wonderful journey of 20 years of character development and you get us through all these phases and we have the whole, you know, beginning to end with Thanos type of situation. Okay. Now we're kind of in the aftermath of what's going on right now, going into like what they call phase four and seeing some of these other properties that they're, they're presenting in front of us. The stories that you're telling me right now and that you're trying to gear towards to introduce these newer properties, again, mutants or x-men or miss marvel like some of these other things fantastic four eventually at the end like trying to introduce your other marvel properties the way that you've intricately done something for 20 years like 13
0: I, is it 13 yeah 2008 was iron man one. Oh,
2: okay so 13 years i mean we're closer to 20 than we are 10 then right so Cause you can't go back. I know right? what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. So
0: I'm not going to challenge it. <laughs> yeah.
2: My problem with what they're doing right now. So again, say we get to secret wars guys. Okay. Say we get to some of these other events. Okay. This was the shitty time in comic book world. Yeah. Okay. This is where you did too much and you brought in too many universes to try to bring in too many different adaptions of different characters because the writers couldn't get on the same page of Spider-Man is Peter Parker. His uncle's Ben. This is what it is. Like, We're not going to keep on, well, I want to make him this, or I want to turn him into this, and so on and so forth. Then make a new character. Right. Okay. So to me, what's happening, right, because the TV and now movies, and you're trying to then recoup all your money you paid for Fox and all these other things that you're doing, right? I feel like you're coming to that road right now, where now you're getting away from, like I said the Marvel MCU thing, and now you're adapting Rick and Morty because that's popular. Now you're adapting whatever the X-Men did really good because that was popular. Like, well,
0: that's always been comic books. So if these shows and movies are going to be inspired off of a source material, Marvel Comics has always been big into science and big into... Like, the X-Men have basically been about time. That's the whole thing. I get Is that. There, but like, what I'm saying, that, that's the comic.
2: But as we talked about for from other shows and other things, right? Like... The Boys, um, Invincible, some of these other properties that come from other comic book allure, they're not afraid to be a comic book, Nick. Right. Like, they're a comic book. With, with what's going on with Marvel with... Social injustice and now fluidness with
0: sexuality and it's also <laughs> things that have been talked about in comic books, though. Co-
2: correct, but the undertone for what it is and where it's going—that's all that I'm saying—is that you're trying, you're, you're getting away from what originally made you to introduce all these other things. I'm not saying it might not be good. I'm sure it will be. You're bringing in other people, other things, but you're going to start to alienate. I feel
0: your original people. No, I, I agree with that. If there's if there's one thing that I can say about the Modern comic book industry, it's that there are writers that are really good. There are artists that are really good. So kind of like creators. And whatever they do, people will uh, read. And then there are people who are loyal to the character. So like they'll collect every issue of Spider-Man or every issue of Batman or every issue... And there's so much inconsistency because they're constantly rotating through different writers and creators. It's like, well, he looked like this two issues ago, and now he's doing this differently. But that's he- what I brought
2: up to you like in the comic books, what's going on, right? So two months ago, did Spider-Man have a new goddamn costume? Yeah. And everybody was like, well, what the fuck is that? Get rid of it. I don't care what your backstory is for that. Ad, like, Get rid of it. It was already gone. Yeah. And then what I tell you when I came in today, I was like, hey, do you see the 80th anniversary issue variant for Captain America? miles morales is on the cover because he is wielding the shield but he's got like a puerto rican flag outfit so again the comments that i read was like isn't that captain puerto rico then not
1: captain america so pretty
0: sure again i i'm almost certain that miles do you know who miles morales is by the way
1: yeah, he's the spider he's literally he
0: may end up becoming stuff. your favorite character
2: he's
1: the ethnic spider-man oh he's awesome yeah. no 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 I'm, i I'm love just, miles but, no no
0: what
2: i'm saying though is like how how do you really know him then because again it's the whole usually white caucasian spider-man and every other like multiverse mm-hmm. but it's like he's the ethnic version of he, he, he
0: will end up being a good modern spider-man similar to how they tried but, to do like toby Maguire spider-man but just like Garfield. what
2: you said who is Miles Morales? Right, he's not the original Spider-Man, no, but he's inspired by the original Spider-Man. Right, so his looks, his morals, for who he is, mm-hmm. is based on the original character, and that's what he tries to uphold. Going back to Falcon and Winter Soldier again, Bucky's perceive or, or perception of who Captain America should be should be a splitting image of Steve. Right. Well. Falcon you're the closest to it because of you were kind of like mentored by him essentially so that's why like you have that most aura or a lore not because you're black and you stand up for justice and you know what I'm saying? Like it's good for TV and et cetera, et cetera. So that's what I'm saying. Like the undertones for what, like you said, like if you stay true to the character, you're always going to have those fans. If those fans don't know who that character is, as soon as they get to know the original
0: character, they're going to fall in love with that character. All right, Mian, I got a question for you. I like how we've turned this into more of an MCU conversation than an actual episode three conversation. Well, there's nothing
2: really here for episode three, There there wasn't a lot. That was true. All
0: right, so you had mentioned uh, Thor Love and Thunder. We're getting Jane Foster back, Natalie Portman. How pissed would you be if they kill off Chris Hemsworth and make her Thor?
1: Pissed is a strong word. Um, I, I don't really know too much about what Love and Thunder is going to be. I know that I, I know that this is pretty much transitioning. Natalie Portman into having the mantle of Thor. Or a Thor. Or so being quick, a Thor. So, quick synopsis
2: the Nick Morrow way is Jane Foster gets cancer. She becomes worthy all of a sudden and becomes fucking Thor. And then Thor becomes like King Odin or some shit like that. So yeah. that's like a Nick
0: Morrow quick, like, yeah bits, in, like the quick highlight. That's of like what, what it is. happens. But I'm not saying see, that take- she's going to become Thor. I would just want your, like, as someone who's not a comic book reader to see what Marvel has done. Marvel, starting in about 2010, really made an effort to change their characters and make them more diverse. They got rid of Tony Stark and they introduced Riri Williams, who is a a black girl. They changed Miss Marvel from... I don't even remember who the original character was, but they turned her into a teenage girl. The whole
2: Miss Marvel original comic book thing, it, it is probably the messiest character Yeah history for a character, oh And and like so, seventeen different names, eighteen different origins among That's supposed to be like Kamala well, Khan, right? Yeah, Kamala yeah, Khan. Yeah, yeah. So
0: but like then talking about Miles Morales, this yeah. is right around the same time period, but that's a character that seems to have stuck around because you gave him his own personality. And even Kamala Khan is is sticking around. Like she's she's I'm got a good story I'm going to say that story, Miles
2: popped in because again, it was the modern take on like African American yeah, superhero. Yeah, one hundred percent it wasn't. That old, it it wasn't was. that old school again, Black Panther. Like you know, what I'm saying that old. F, like, it was also the same
0: th- when they did Miles Morales. It was also the same time they introduced Sam Wilson as Captain America. Yeah. They Marvel Comics went through a phase in the in the last decade where they gender swapped and race swapped a lot of their legacy characters. And there's a fear amongst comic book fans that the same thing is going to happen to the MCU. They're going to get rid of Tony Stark. St- uh, Uh, his name's not Steve Rogers. What's his real name? Chris Evans. They're going to get rid of, you know, Chris Hemsworth. They're going to get rid of all these characters that we've grown accustomed to and replace them with different people, But but still being the same like
2: hero. But my wonderful mind, the way that it thinks is the reason why you're going to do that is not because it's the cool thing to do and the popular thing to do and the cultural thing to do. You're doing it because no one gives a shit. So when you introduce the Fantastic Four and you introduce X-Men, all your time and effort can be focused on them instead of, I don't give a fuck what version of Ms. Marvel you're giving me in this TV show right now.
0: Well, it's because we're, we're pawns at the feet yeah. of the, the mouse. And whatever they give us, we just accept. T- like Again, the best thing you can do as a fan of, of any type of, of entertainment, stop buying it if you don't like it. Correct. Stop That's paying true. for it.
1: I I mean, I would take killing off Chris Hemsworth as you know something to do with contracts, like Chris's time is up, and that's his time in the MCU is over, and all that kind of stuff, which is kind of like what's going on with RDJ and Chris Evans. I mean, there's definitely no—well, no, I'm sorry. Robert Downey Jr. is supposed to make a small cameo uh, in—or not cameo. He's supposed to be himself in uh, Black Widow, correct? I think that's rumored. I I
0: think— wouldn't be sure. I think
1: towards the end of the movie. I'm not really sure, but... Well, the timeline, he would still be alive, so that would make sense if he does show up. Yeah. Because, and I'm sorry, too, this is... De- that movie is definitely after Endgame. I think I it takes... Th- I think this. it is.
2: It takes place during the, the... I think it takes place during the five years during the the, the blip.
1: Right, I'm sorry, not after Endgame, after
2: Infinity War. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I think they go back and they reference like I said the Budapest some of the things that happened before that she talks yeah. about yeah. but I think like the premise of like the main part is like during the five year blip because you can see her hair change I think from um, when it was blonde
0: so like reddish, correct.
2: And I think you see the the ponytail in the beginning of Endgame when she's talking like in the conference room. Yeah, you see that her hair was yeah. like changing back color. Well, they
0: changed in the trailer. They changed her hairstyle. Yeah, it's not blonde. It's, it's not actually a, in the movie.
1: Yeah, it's not halfway blonde.
0: Right. I actually don't Which even is remember what Well, they did, that, they did that
2: with like Thor his, when he lost his eye. When yeah, you saw the other scenes that when he actually lost his eye, he had. They did that with patch. with yeah. the Hulk.
0: They when they put him in the Hulk Buster costume at their yep. Yep. suit at the end of. uh infinity war and in the trailer they had like it was just it was hulk
2: but like so again you're killing off your characters right so marvel loves doing that versus like dc is not a fan of it and that's the same thing like when we switch with all these batmans all these supermans you're not killing off that character at the end of the goddamn movie
0: well maybe not in the movies but in the comics dc is very notorious for killing off big
2: characters well i mean like (laughs) yeah yeah but like it was kind of like
0: the whole thing about killing characters in comic books all started i think with dc when they were like Oh, yeah, this Jason Todd guy? But hold on. Let's bring him back to life. But Jason Todd is not Batman. He's not. Uh, Clark Kent was Superman, and he (laughs) did die, and they (laughs) brought him back, like, less than a year
2: later. But, that again, the ploy for that, I grew up during that era, and that was, like, again, the craziest thing in comic books to me, um, when Superman died. I mean, talk about the marketing ploy for that. Jesus Christ. And then three different new Supermans, and then it turned into, like, no, he's really still alive. And, And, like, yeah, craziness. But... To me, that's what I'm saying. DC always kills your sidekick like like no other. Oh God, when you want to watch, if you want, if, if you want a blueprint on how to kill a sidekick, yeah, go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Joker it would be absolutely the number one person to go look into that about. Um, but like with Marvel, like I said, all these tones of what they're doing with like killing off, the, like like to me, I just feel like like you said they're washing away the popularity of what we grew up with to make them sub characters. Because Miss Marvel, how is that going to
0: be a TV show, guys? I think they could be a TV show because she's a different character than Captain
2: Marvel. Correct, but if you're introducing or you're trying to bring in the allure of Young Avengers or some of these other things, this is how you're going to introduce it. Like TV didn't exist for the 13 years of all these other movies, guys. And as bad as Iron Man 2 was, or as bad as the Second Thor movie, like we, you still put them out and you still truck through what these people's developed. You got better directors or you got better writers to change the
0: views on some of these characters i'm sure they've probably figured out something financially and that's why they make the decision like we're going to do this in a movie or we're going to do this in a tv show because yes because disney plus
2: gets 100 million people watching you versus what's going on with the movie theater have you, have you guys even
0: been to the movie theaters no nope. but i am thinking i think i might go to the movie theater for black widow I'm thinking about it because i think the experience is gonna you get a different experience in a movie than than and think about going for fast and
1: furious nine fast nine <laughs> IMAX. When's that shit gonna end by the way?
2: After ten. Wait, I, I didn't I, I didn't tell you, Ian? I know Jesus. you were here for this conversation. I didn't tell you what they want to do. Oh my god. Believe d- me.
1: Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> so again if, Hold
0: on, can I ask the question? Because you told, I told me you. and I want to see if I remember. I don't remember they, a brief conversation about this. Don't they want to take it like into space or something? They fucking did. Oh, they did oh, already? No no, 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 no. Okay. I've okay. only seen the Spo- first one, and I saw it a long I got, time ago.
1: I got spoiled on TikTok, and I was like, really? This makes me not want to go see when it I, just for shits and giggles. When I
2: say this, Nick's going to be like, oh, yeah, I totally remember this. Okay. So this is what I heard. Okay. So Universal wants Fast and the Furious oh, and Jurassic, yeah, Jurassic Park to mix. So what I was saying to Nick was like, <laughs> what are you gonna have? Driver? Like Jason Statham's gonna show up and deliver Velociraptors or some shit like like what the F, guys. T Rex. Like, it's, it's it's oh, so. I, I will say this again. So so this is how bad it is, right? And I don't know if you guys saw this too, right? So remember Saw well Nick doesn't remember Saw. So me and we talked about this. So the Saw movies, yeah. right? Yeah. Four hundred of them came out, one one after another, every Halloween, moneymaker, because absolutely yeah. they figured it out that if we come out with it on Halloween, everybody's people, gonna go. that's what that's what yeah. it's gonna be, okay? Marketing. We're, great. But then it got like really repetitive. Same, like, hate to say this, but how many times can you kill someone in a gruesome way where you're like, nah, doing that... the same
1: thing with Halloween. Did you did you see the? Correct. But then for when they started yeah.
2: like remaking them, then it's like, yeah. oh no, it's the original timeline now. Like they started like they tried right, to get right, back right, on track right, with right. certain things, right? Right. So like, I don't know if you saw that, Chris Rock actually bought the Saw franchise. I know, crazy, right? So out of all the people, Chris Rock. <laughs> correct. So he's trying to get into the horror thing because yeah. like. The market right now is going into horror movies again. The new Spider Man movie or the you know Doctor Strange are supposed to have more horror elements or more scary elements and so on and yeah, so forth. Yeah. So he he bought the property right. So the new movie just came out. It's just it ju- it came out in the movie theater, but then it's on iTunes or or the your Apple Market or whatever it is. Right. Um. Oh God, what is it? I forgot the name of it. It just just came out. But when you watch it, it's like. It gives you a new, like, revamped looking on. It still has the same, like, original pedigree, but it's different. And like, like you get interested because the actors are the people that are attached to it. Thor, I hated Thor more than anything. And spoiler, my fiance that's her favorite character. Okay.
0: Now, are you talking about Thor the character? Doesn't even matter.
2: Blonde, blonde hair. Chris, like, she loves Chris Helmsworth. I'll put it that way. So yes, the more the movie, because she doesn't read
0: comics. Okay. He's a hunk. Yeah. Did she end up reading the books that you bought her? (laughs)
2: uh two of them are still in plastic yeah okay i think you uh, only bought two i bought the three i bought this i bought i bought the, tr- the trilogy <laughs> but yes two of them are still in plastic he's got no cast anyways um
0: but when what is it ytt what's the director's name uh takash takai ytt something like that yeah ragnarok to me
2: like i told you guys is probably my favorite movie in yeah. the mcu yeah. What they did for that character, what they re the color, everything that happened in that movie, and it only took a director's vision. James Gunn for what he's doing originally for Guardians of the Galaxy for a group of people who the fuck knew who they were, right? Fantastic! You turned him in literally into a billion-dollar franchise. Okay, like are you gonna do the same with Suicide Squad or whatever? I mean, I'm, I'm I'm hope I'm sure DC is hoping that, but look what's already happened: spin-off TV shows, all these other things have already happened by this guy literally touching a franchise that we, we talked about David Ayers unless the Ayers cut came out that shit's an abomination get right. rid of that
0: shit yeah no that's that's that was no good
2: so to me I feel like I said like if you get the right di- directors or creative activity going along with what's going on you can do this stuff right the people that you're just hired because they had the number one TV show look at DC's TV lineup it's the number I like, mean Nick talk about this you're a big DC guy right what is it CW I don't even know what the hell the station's called anymore but like <laughs> UPN okay old UPN right <laughs> DC shows are really good, right, Nick? They f- or people that are in fans of that, like they're it's certainly the more popular thing. Well, about you, you started
0: D- DC. You, you started off watching The Flash, right? Were you or watching Arrow? The Flash? It was Arrow, right? You said
1: neither. I have no interest <laughs> in <laughs> DC. He's trying to, I'm, think. So, I'm so, I just like. I mean, I love the Batman trilogy with Chris Christian Bale and all that. Anything DC recently? I have just. But
2: that's what I'm saying. Like to no me, like in. it's not.
0: The it's movie
1: properties interest me. The
2: TV properties have no interest. But when you talk to the fans, the TV properties are by far the best. Because they are yeah.
0: closer to the characters. As I
2: told you, wait a minute. Marvel's owned by Disney. Yep. You're animation land 3000. Like, innovation, having control, power, technology. Like, that. that's your world. Why is DC animation better than Marvel animation, Nick? So, to me, like I said, these movie studios and what they decide to do with their properties, you're just being lazy sometimes, man. Like, like... The time that it took you to do 13 years of these movies, now you're just coming out with these TV shows and stuff. Like I said, it, it's to me, it's weakening the... You're broadening... You're, you're making your base broader, mm-hmm. but I feel like, again, you're diluting the... Like, you're diluting
0: it. I do think, though, it, if we get an increase in quality of the movies then as a result of TV shows coming out, because yeah, let's I'll, be honest... I'll take like, that balance. I'll like, take that trade off then. Because there were some movies at the beginning of, of this franchise that weren't great movies, like... I enjoy Iron Man too because of all the little Easter eggs I mean, and it took, how it set to, things up. It took up. three Incredible Hulks to get the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Like they're, Thor, not a great movie. Thor the Dark World, <laughs> also not a great movie. Ragnarok, like you said, they got it right. They figured it out. So if you're going to be able to take some of these stories that you want to include into this universe and be like, do we really need to spend, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars for a movie that's two hours and 15 minutes long when we could spend a fraction of that and use twice as much time and release it on a weekly basis and get subscribed. like it's all got to be a money type thing if it were up to me i would love for everything to just be available on disney plus like for me to not have to go to a theater and it just like shows up to me that's perfect that's convenient but there is this aura about going to the theater and watching cinema and having things being actually filmed instead of being digital and it's like that's what they all get off on each but other but we
2: talked about that with the last three series like if you want to watch wandavision at the movie theater it probably would have been nice to watch i think so falcon and winter soldier not um, so much yeah no i wouldn't but then again even loki the way that it looks would it look good like IMAX wise I bet this shit looks probably amazing
0: and the soundtrack has been fantastic for each episode Correct. too so to
2: me like being in a surround sound that's th- like, like that's what I'm saying like Falcon and Winter Soldier should have been the Lifetime Week movie
0: pretty much but that's what all
2: these things should have been I'd rather you give me a weaker movie like you could have given me the movie Loki yeah 20 years ago that's exactly what, he, what you would have given me yep so to me like like are you riding off the success of like what Mandalorian turned into? But again, you took a character that took you fucking 30 years to make to finally give it to us. The whole Boba Fett-ish type of Mandalorian. Correct. Yeah. But it took 30 years of begging and pleading and multiple companies buying billions of dollars to be like, "Can you give us the one thing that we want, please?"
0: When they when they did those episodes of the Clone Wars, I think that's when people really started to buy into this idea of Mandalore and there could be almost like an entire story set upon this race of beings. And I'm still really not 100% sure what makes somebody a Mandalorian. But then
2: like, like again, but the whole like Luke Skywalker family line, like the, that sacred timeline of like Sky. And I'm sorry that we're going into Star Wars now, guy, but like I feel like this is all under one house. This is so, yeah. so to me, like
0: it's a commentary. Bob Iger, whoever runs it, like
2: to
1: Disney bones both of them. Yeah, so yeah. this you is you know, they go inside, they coincide.
0: What we're recording, what we're talking about today is a commentary on what the third episode of Loki got us thinking about, which is. The entire franchise and where it all fits in. state of the franchise. State of the franchise. State of the Union address. Pretty much. It was a filler episode, just like this is almost like a filler episode. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Yeah. So, I mean, Mandalorian knocked it out the park. They had the one filler episode, as people will call it, for the second season. I mean, for, for yeah, for the second season. And it was like, after that, it was like, balls to the wall but it wasn't six episodes so like i said having six episodes and having a filler having nine episodes and having a filler and like falcon and winter soldier like what are you giving me guys when you watch a movie that's two hours and 20 minutes long you point out that filler like no other time because you're sitting in that movie theater but you want me to sit here for an hour once a week to be like jacking off to a filler episode mm. just to tell me that the tva is variance yeah no shit so I figured it out in goddamn episode one, guys. Like like you know like and again, I, I get into it a little bit more. I'm very passionate as people know. Oh yeah. But like they by episode by, <laughs> by episode two or three, I'm I'm sure that again, like the, the nor like you hit the nail on the head with it. Like like it's it's not like it's no longer not obvious. Like
0: Yeah, they there are, are some things that they need to introduce at the beginning of a series or at the beginning of a movie or show, and you're working towards it. You're letting the plot develop and you're seeing how the characters become more dynamic when they interact with each other. But you're right. If there's kind of like a, a tease or a spoiler or a twist of some sort that is easy to predict at the beginning. I, I usually don't try and think about what's going to happen. I more think to myself when I'm watching something, whether or not I I'm enjoying it, but yeah, if you're going to tease something and give it away within the first 15 minutes of the movie or the TV show or whatever, it's gonna leave you with a bad taste in your mouth because you, like that was predictable.
2: But that's why I told you guys like you guys didn't remember the original trailer when it came out, and I told you that scene when they're actually sitting on the mound is actually the scene that I think you see the reverse side of it in the tra- the original trailer. Yeah. So that's why I was saying like I knew there was like a lady Loki ish character or variant before they said the word variant because of the trailer, but then they cut that shit out right away. Mm-hmm. But like again, since we're state of address right now. Do you guys... I don't know if it's a trailer, but did you see the new screenshots from... Shang-Chi? Shang. Correct. Yeah, yeah, the Abomination, it. right? So I didn't I didn't see the... So it's actually a trailer? Yes. Okay, so I didn't yeah. see it yet, right? So the Abomination, but then Fing Fang Foom again, I think, is yep. in the water, right? Yep. They clearly said that this dude wasn't in the goddamn movie, like, again, a couple weeks ago.
0: Well, maybe it's not him then.
2: Because then, like I said, that's when I made the joke to you, did you watch MODOK? Because then MODOK makes a joke and Fing fang foom <laughs> is in MODOK. Like, so that's what I was saying. Like, That's why it was great because they literally are making, it's like a scary movie of Marvel right now, yeah. of that show. So that's why I'm like, what are you telling me? So like I told you with King the Conqueror's character, hey, are you going to be on Loki? I don't know what you're talking about. Every other character says, no, versus I don't know what you're talking about. So to me, it's like, even if you're in the end scene, you're in, like, you're already telling us that, like, you're in it. Stranger, are you in WandaVision? Yes. Oh, but we cut that scene out.
0: Wait, wait. Did he say that he was in WandaVision?
2: They did tape a scene with him. He was supposed to be in it, but they said they would have taken away from Wanda's, like, Wanda, end scene yeah. or whatever it was. Huh. And that's what I brought up to you guys a couple weeks ago, saying, like, see, they have to be cutting this shit based upon what's coming out before it happens. Like, South Parkish.
0: Yeah, I mean, they definitely, that's, every, everybody does that whenever they're filming, they're going to... But that's have...
2: a more that's a more modern Hollywood thing because of South Park. Remember, South Park started editing their stuff to go weekly, to go with what the current climate, like, with politics, like, during the whole Donald Trump thing and everything. Yeah. Like, they were doing stuff, like, weekly. Oh, was, that's how which, South Park is made. But that's, cra- like, when you hear, like, the stories of animation, how long it takes to do it, so it's to insane. do it in a week, like, that's insanity when you look at, like... Work ethic, like your work ethic to get that job done. So to me, like I said, with Falcon and Winter Soldier, literally if a riot happened that week's episode made it seem like
0: it literally went was what was going on with the culture or the pulse of America during that week. I also think it just it, they write their stories so that they're applicable to what's going on now. Like you're not going to watch something that's set in the year 2021 and have people using although they did this on gotham uh flip phones like nobody's using a flip phone anymore occasionally you'll watch a tv show that's taking place in the current day and age and they're using flip phones and it pisses me the fuck off but if if you are see i don't think that they're like filming so many extra scenes and then they're deciding what happens within a week like are we got to cut this out we got to cut this out we got to put this back in we got to do this we got to do that i think they've pretty much got their story and their plan and they can make tweaks and adjustments along the way if
2: if it fits welcome to the conspiracy zone 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 zone
0: zone. going forward with loki we've ended on the cliffhanger the arc has been destroyed they're stuck on lamentus we think someone's going to come and save them. It's probably going to be Mobius. Let's let's assume that it's Mobius. Now, where do we go? That's is, all I can gather, though. That's all I can predict. What is the story from here? Because if he's starting to find out that they're all variants and Mobius comes and helps him, he's always, He's definitely going to tell him, like, hey, by the way, you're not created by the timekeepers. You're a variant. And then Mobius is probably going to join them. But then what are they going to do? Take down the timekeepers? Try and unite all the people working for because, the TDA. like, also, who
1: comes with Mobius? How does I mean, I, I, shh, McMichael? If you are not right about that theory, I'll shit myself. Seriously, I, I do like I, tr- I truly think that's how they're going to be able to. Loki's going to like I don't know go to go kick some random guy in the balls that like it spins off a nexus event and then all of a sudden, okay, Mo- Mobius shows up. Yeah, like I guarantee that he's probably right about that. Yeah. So, but like last episode where we see sylvie take off in the uh, time pad whatever the hell it's called and loki runs after him we kind of have a sense of like what's going to happen right are we able to tell it word for word no and all we're able to predict right now is uh, mobius is probably going to come get them that's about it like I, like where does the story take off like is mobius okay with like sylvie and like how does i don't know
0: I am hopeful that they don't do what just crossed through my mind, which is, all right, we've got six episodes. We're going to tell two different stories. Because if you really think about, like, and when you said at the end of episode two, when they walk through the portal, we didn't know what was happening, but we knew where they were going. Now it's like, well, the story's kind of over. They have the ability to tell something completely different. Correct.
2: So I think they shot themselves in the foot with this third episode uh, because you didn't keep the action going and the story going of what like like the fast pace that you that you were doing. Yeah. Um. You now showed me that this is a TV show that now it does not matter whatever happens in this TV show because all the other properties that you have coming out after this TV show tell me that this eliminates this TV show. Why? Because and what is what what like. What events are going to happen in these other movies then that make anything like Infinity Stones doing jack shit in this? This like if it's the quant like wherever we are with this with this like going on right now, all it is like I said is is like the
0: commercial for the next movie. Then that's what this just showed me right now. That's what the MCU is. <sighs> nah. But are you really looking forward to watching Black Widow, Shang Chi, and the Master of the Ten Rings? And I, uh, hold on, have you have if anybody's listened to Enemy on any
2: of these podcasts? Like you, you, don't you think I'm kidding about how excited I am to see this Black Widow movie? Well, like, because I you think it's going
0: to be the greatest thing of all time.
2: Well, no, I, I don't get that. I so when I see Black Widow right now, I get the original like Silver War vibes from it. And again, to me, like Civil War probably besides Ragnarok is the best complete movie.
0: I think I, I think I have it ranked number one on my list. Correct.
2: I think that's what it was. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, overall complete movie for when it came out, the character development, everything that was going on, again, fantastic movie. So, to me, I get that feel. The soundtrack already, the music for Black Widow is absolutely, like, again, just like with Loki, is, is phenomenal. So, I'm going to enjoy more of you jerking me for this long to see it. I'm going to enjoy it still for, for what it is. If you... At the end of it, if it is, like, again, some crazy outcome or you see something, some crazy information happen, great. I don't think that's going to happen, but that's why I was saying, like, but the delays, like, what are you changing or what are you going to show us that's going to reveal these other things? But, like I said, I don't give a shit anymore. You know why? Why? You're on Earth. We're now in cosmic land. Right. Like like, like, you said, the t- the fork in the road has happened, and it, the purpose of what it is, it, do- it doesn't make any sense to me. A god teaming up with a human, it doesn't make any sense to me. The internals or whatever's going on, oh, now you're- Eternals. Like, eternals, internals, <laughs> whatever. Invincible, incredible, I don't give a shit. Like, you see fucking superheroes, right? Gold jacket, like, green jacket, yeah. who gives a shit? Like, if you're some kind of mythical, special cosmic being- Again, it's that whole, like, like then humans are insignificant to the story that you're telling me right now. Yeah. So then guess what? All of the Earth-based shit should be TV shows, and then I want to see all the then the movies be like Hobbit. So get again.
1: ready for a bunch of Falcon and Winter Soldiers. I mean, <laughs> I mean <laughs> seriously. Because
2: <laughs> Shang-Chi again, introducing him right now with a delay. What are you bringing to the table, my guy? Oh, uh, he looks pretty powerful. Oh, great! Because he's got some fucking rings that don't mean <laughs> jack shit anywhere else. Like, I don't understand.
0: No, like, they do. They don't work in the TVA. In the TVA, they don't.
2: But that's what I'm saying. In the, in the grand <laughs> scheme of things, they broke it down until we find out that again, this is either some kind of time loop or this is some kind of like other dimension. With it. like, I don't like whatever spoiler they're going to give us to the reveal whatever this magic land is. To me, it's like I said, you've already kind of downgraded all the cosmic things
1: in the universe. Well,
0: I do kind of think of it as sort of like whose realm are you in and not like the nine realms type like thor realms more of if you are on earth as we know it yeah the infinity stones are going to work if you go to nowhere or if you go to titan the infinity stones are going to work if you're in this universe if you go to an alternate universe if that time stone is wrong you are not the- going to Correct, if that stone is from your universe right? So it makes sense to me why the Infinity Stones wouldn't work in other universes and it would make sense to me why nothing would work. But if you're the ultimate
2: villain, like so if Thanos found out about the TVA right, wouldn't you want to just live in the TVA? Of Mm -hmm. course,
0: as a villain I would imagine that he doesn't know about
2: them. But what I'm saying, like almost like how like Sylvie found out about them, right? Because we don't know technically how she found out about them either yet, right? But like if you find out that ultimate power, like, because, again, just like Loki says, is this really the ultimate power? Ultimately, it's not because we know that it's connected or controlled by somebody else or somebody. Th- so it's not the ultimate power, but it's the ultimate power in the MCU as of right now. Right. So, like I said, if if Thanos, just like how we found out about hearing the thing in Nebulous's head and able to then time travel because, wait, you're that all and powerful and time travel never crossed your fucking mind until this one moment right now? Like, this is weird loopholes for being like, where are the... I, I need more Zemo and Doom people. Like I don't I don't, I don't yeah. even know what else to say because like to me I feel like w- when you have to write these characters, there's not these flaws in these goddamn like storylines. Because like, a guy
0: like Zemo grounds us; we can understand what his motivations are, and because he's not a supremely gifted human being, and it's not taking place in the cosmos. Because it's like I told you, first episode of Loki when the Timekeepers get him, why didn't he disappear? Why didn't you make them disappear?
2: Why didn't you fucking make their sticks disappear? He could have. Di- Hey, guys, did we find out Luki had a new power at the end of this episode?
1: Yeah. He yeah. can
2: now fucking... Levitate things? Oh, Jesus. I mean buildings? No, giant things where we've seen other characters struggle
1: to have this power. I can Wanda. just do this on a different planet all of a sudden. Yeah, Wanda, Wanda, like... I forget what movie it was, but I remember her trying to, like, hold some building up or whatever, and she was, you know... The Incredible like, Hulk has had problem lifting oh, shit in this guy's It was, guys yeah. it was Civil War. Civil Where she, wo- like, oh, the loses, ta- the she tower, like loses right?
0: her focus or something. Yeah, the
1: tower. Yeah. But she's still like struggling to keep it up. And it's roughly the same size if not what Loki was lifting up in that episode was a shit ton bigger than a freaking radio tower.
0: freaking fireworks
1: out of your hand, I'm just
0: saying. Man. I'm going I'm to leave it off with this. It's reminding me, the conversation that we had today was great. We talked about a Filler. lot of different things. It was, whatever. But now I'm leaving with this final thought. Have you guys ever seen Daniel Tosh do stand-up?
1: Yes. Briefly, yes.
0: There is a stand-up routine where I don't even know what it's in reference to, but he brings up the idea of how does Superman fly faster? Like, does he just sort of become more aerodynamic? Well, I'll
2: I'll, I'll one-up you, just like you said the other day. Like, so you guys that that either read or watch uh, Invincible,
0: like, why does Omni-Man have to hold his breath when he goes into space? I, I agree with that one, too. But if it's what we're dealing with, it's these are fictional characters in a fictional universe that can do things that we cannot comprehend. We just can't explain it.
2: But is it arrogance on their level that they just don't think of the basic shit anymore, Nick? Like, it it, like arrogance, the easy come easy easy go. But that's what I'm saying. The easy come easy goes just becomes so normal. Because again, how old's Thor? How old's Loki? These guys are hundreds of years
0: old, right? Oh, I think they're thousands. Well,
2: so thousands of years old. So again, you've come accustomed. For humans being idiots or you like so just like how everybody like who he says like you underestimate me you constantly underestimate me because you underestimate everybody else you come in contact with Uh because you've come so accustomed to being a god that like you you don't really see things for what they are so that's why like to me I was like you have all these powers and stuff what, what are you doing like Grand Theft Auto style guys. If you could run around with a goddamn rocket launcher, why would you not be running around with a goddamn rocket launcher for? Like, why are you trying to use a goddamn, like, Magnum or something? No, like,
0: no, no. I agree. I agree with you. Uh, McMichael, any final thoughts on uh, on episode three? Um, again, it, visually stunning. It was good, um, opposed
2: to, like, th- those other things. I mean, again, it's a filler episode. I mean, we're just critiquing it because that's what we do. Um, my, my final take is I don't think that Sylvie's going to make it.
0: Okay. I like that take, though. Me and final thoughts.
1: Yeah. Uh, filler. Good though. It wasn't a bad filler. I didn't really take anything bad from it. You were just weren't really given a whole lot to work with. And that's why we had a a huge just diversion in the conversation today. Conversation. But you know, it's, I might, it might be a necessary thing. We don't really know what's going to happen in episode four or there's really nothing to lead off of, but Oh man, it might McMichael's really got me hooked on that you know theory. Now, I am that it's starting just to like, think
0: that that's exactly what's going to happen too. They're going to do. They're going to three
1: gonna... for th- oh, this could potentially be three for three.
0: Yeah, I think he's cheating. I think he's got a uh, tap. I think he's in the TVA.
2: Eh? Yeah, he's. Definitely Where's your time pad at? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So me and Matt Grogan hang out. We go back and forth in the future, <laughs> right. so I can help him write Simpson episodes. So I, hey,
0: you know what? We're all in agreement. This may have been a filler episode. There may have been. Not a lot that happened. and But by little, far
2: better than any of the filler episodes and yes. anything else. That's oh, because, well, yeah. That's because
0: it started conversation. And that's the only thing that I can ask for out of any of these series. Give me something to talk about. Give me something to look forward to. If you can do that for me throughout the entire series, I'm fine. So this episode, my opinion, I mean, I'm not going to rate it, but I would say it fits in. Yeah. Fits on. But please, yeah,
2: go out there, guys. I mean, when we talked about Ragnarok, some of these other things, I mean, please let us know. I mean, do we miss something different? What is your thoughts and opinions on these other, like, connections to these things? Like, are we, am I being completely naive and, and, and thinking that this is actually happening this way? Or, again, is it is it that I'm just too locked in that i'm just seeing it in my own
0: narrow point of view so it's definitely a possibility hey tell you what if you guys want to get in touch with mcmichael text him i'm not going to say his phone number because he doesn't <laughs> want people getting in touch with him but if you know who he is then you probably have his phone number Mian, how about you how can people uh send you their theories well you can get me at uh me a underscore
1: 83 on twitter yeah two for two on getting my uh, twitter handle let's right? go
0: um <laughs> Yeah, whatever theories you want to throw at me about Loki, go right ahead. Same thing. Twitter, Instagram, you know the deal. At Nick ninety four. Guys, till next time, we got a week, a little less than a week, until episode four. And I'll tell you what, if we get back-to-back filler episodes, then I might be a little angry.
1: And we got Black Widow right after it. Oh shit. Oh my God. It's almost July. Yeah, it is. in the water